Yes, hello everyone. Jeff here, and welcome to the belated third episode of my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to hurry up and cruise your weight. I'd like to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Well, you know, I guess at this point, when you're hearing this, I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I apologize for not uploading an episode last week. I had family over and couldn't really find the proper time to record, so this week I'm going to make up for it, and I'm going to be covering the past two weeks of 205 Live. So first, for last week's episode, we're coming off one of the quote-unquote big big four pay-per-views WWE has, Survivor Series. Now, I believe this is a big step in the right direction for 205 Lies because the sole match on that card was uh, not relegated to the pre-show as they have been in the past. Uh, that's right, Buddy Murphy and Mustafa Ali had a very good match in the middle of the card. Now, I believe these two have had better matches, and the crowd wasn't 100% behind them, but regardless, I thought they did a great job, and the stock of both wrestlers, as well as the stock of 205 Live as a whole, rose because of it. Now, let's get down to brass tacks, as old people say, and talk about last week's edition of 205 Live. This episode aired on Wednesday, November 21st, 2018. This week we are treated to seeing Noam Dar, who we really haven't seen uh, on 205 Live, but we have seen over at NXT UK as of late, which check out our Patreon-exclusive podcast at uh, patreon.com slash rundownwrestling, a spot of NXT uh, where Troy does a great job breaking down each episode weekly. Um, We will be seeing Noam Dar this week versus Tony Nese, and also in the main event we'll see TJP and Grand Metalik. Okay, so Buddy Murphy comes out to open the show with his very generic music, let's say. Uh, But he does have a mic, and we get a very fitting, generic heel promo to fit. Tony Nese follows him out for the match. Uh, He's just jacked, period. And uh, Noam Dar comes out, and the crowd reacts to the face as if nobody walked out at all. Um, We get a little one of those, like in the bottom right corner video and video where we have Noam Dar doing a very uh, who gives a shit promo about, you know, building himself up in 205 Live again. Uh, I'm still kind of unsure why Noam Dar is a face again because when he before he got injured, he was a heel. Uh, and then when he came back from injury, he was just a face. So uh, whatever, I mean, it's fine. I, I like Dar personally. Uh, anyway... Uh, the crowd boosts the Tony Nice after he taunts Noam Dar. And then we get Dar drop kicking Nice at the outside, and Murphy checks on his boyfriend, that being Nice. Dar and Murphy face off, and when that happens, Nice, of course, takes advantage because he's the heel. Then we get Nigel on commentary throwing some barbs at Mustafa Ali for losing, and Percy defends him poorly. Murphy then yells at the commentary for some reason, not really sure why. But in the ring, we have Nice putting a bear hug, and Baby Cole oversells it quite a bit. However, Dar sells the bear hug really well. Then, we get Baby Cole on every single move going, Oh! Or over-enunciating words as the move lands. So we'll get like, Tony needs with a big hit and I couldn't not I mean that's really why I call him baby Cole uh, I would love to see a match where Tony's actually hits his springboard moonsault because in this match as usual he just misses 
Um, and then we get some nice forearms, which look and sound crazy stiff. They look brutal. Kind of reminds me of uh, Cedric Alexander's back elbow. Um, so we get Dar calling for his finisher. Murphy grabs his leg, which is enough of a distraction for Nice to German Dar into the bottom turnbuckle, which looked really brutal and dangerous. Uh, and then we get the running Nice for the win. It was a fine match. Not amazing, but it was solid. And then we get Murphy with a little cheap shot on Dar after the bell, you know, keeping up with his heel ways. Uh, another Mustafa Ali promo where he looks like he's shooting at his phone in some hallway with generator noise in the background. Seriously, move the location. If you hear a generator running in the background, just move. Anyway, he says he's hurt physically and mentally. Aw, poor guy. But then he thanks Murphy for the pain he caused him. He's going to turn into a strength. And on his third try, he will become the champion. Meh, I didn't fucking give a shit about this. Anyway... Now we get Drake Pissboy Maverick talking to the ref, and he tells him not to fuck up the main event, and even uses the word shenanigans, which, you know, that's cool. Alexander appears, and uh, next week, Pissboy announces Ali and Alexander versus Nisa Murphy, so more from that later. We get Akira Tozawa coming out, followed by Brian Kendrick, and the announcer nearly calls Kendrick Tozawa's opponent, but he quickly corrects himself. They're against two local competitors, once again with no names. And then we go backstage and we get some lady interviewer that's not Dasha Fuentes with Drew Gulak and Jack Aller. We don't hear her questions, however, because Kendrick's music is way too loud and it's overpowering her. It does fade down a little bit, but as soon as Gallagher starts talking, the music fades back up and it's hard to hear him. But then we hear Gulak anyway call him and Gallagher the Submission Commission. Alright, that's not bad. We get Kendrick starting. Tazawa is bad. And then we get quickly Tazawa in. And he's yelling. The crowd's actually pretty into it though. Anyway, the faces here are fully in control. Actually, I don't even know if the, the jobbers would be faces too. But the, the ones with names are in control. We get the double Yakuza kick for two. The other local competitor in. He gives me very rapey vibes. He's got some Tyler Breeze hair and a 70s porn stash. The other guy kind of, let's just call him John, because he couldn't be more of a generic creator wrestler. He gets one punch in on Kendrick, so he gets some offense. But then we get Tozawa back in. And Tozawa is destroying Rapey. Kendrick with a, bot, a botched slice bread. It was He recovered it, but it just it didn't look good. But anyway, we get the top rope sent on from Tozawa, and they win. So I guess they can work together, which was the question from the last time we saw them. But let's be honest anyway. I, I probably could have beaten those guys. Whatever. After the match, Tazawa gets Kendrick to chant with him, and they shake hands about five different times. It looked really kind of awkward. Going back to backstage. Back to backstage? Yeah, I guess that works. We see Murphy and Tony Nice. Buddy Murphy makes a joke about the non-existent tag team championships, which was kind of funny. Um, and then they scold Dash Fuentes for his stupid question about the match being the biggest in 205 Live history. Uh, we get a little thing for Itami, who returns next week. Whee! Now, we get Lucha House Party out with three pinatas. We know the one is Penelope, uh, I, I mean uh, Gail Kim. 
Uh, I want you guys to possibly hit me up on Twitter at uh, Hurry Up Cruiser for name suggestions for the second and third ones. I think we can come up with some pretty good ones. Grand Metal League will be the one wrestling. Next, we get the best entrance music ever, and Maria comes out all alone. And then Mike and TJP slowly follow after, wearing masks. Masks. The masks that uh, TJP scalped off of the Lucha House Party. I think that was a really great touch. And this infuriates Lucha House Party, who goes to fight them on the ramp. We have Piss Boy coming down the ramp to break it up along with the ref. Mike and TJP taunting Lucha House Party with the masks. And Marie is just sitting back and smiling. Pissy kicks everyone backstage besides the competitors who are actually in the match, which is Grand Metalik and TJP. So we go to the match, and TJP, he looks like DX's resident jobber. Like if there was somebody in a feud with DX and they needed to look legitimate, they would face TJP and beat him. Uh, uh, we get Metalik with a springboard sent on to the outside immediately, and then a splash. TJP tried to escape, and Metalik chases him down. TJP with a nice reversal of a dropkick into a Scorpion Deathlock variant. Looked nice, actually. It was a really cool uh, submission move. TJP is now in control. You get a senton over the top rope for two. TJP rips at Grand Metalik's mask. And the commentators are really selling how much disrespect TJP has for Lucha Libre. Metalik with a huge overhand slap that sounded like a gunshot. And Metalik is selling his back after a gut buster. Not sure how that works. I don't think it works like that, buddy. TJP has nice submissions. I think he really does. He's, he's transitioning well to him. He's got some pretty unique ones, and there's a ton of them. Uh, we get a weird superplex spot. TJP dumps Metalik off, and he almost falls. But he kind of holds himself up upside down in the corner. Just, I guess, so he wouldn't fall off. But Metalik just drops him anyway. Drop kicks him, I mean, anyway. So it was, I don't know what the point of that was. Um, and at this point, I noticed Grand Metalik's boot is untied. You might want to at least tuck that in your boot, buddy. You don't want to step on that and trip. It would be kind of embarrassing. Uh, we get a moonsault reverse by TJP, who gets the boots up, followed by a sit-out powerbomb, which Nigel calls a tiger driver. Uh, nope, not a Tiger Driver. We get the Metal League Driver, and TJP pulls at the mask to get out of it. Then the Springboard Wrecking Ball Dropkick. Metal League clears the top rope and hits a Hurricane Rana the outside on TJP, which was absolutely beautiful. I love it. The crowd loves it. Another Metal League Driver goes for a Springboard Elbow, and then reverse into an Arm Bar, then Knee Bar, which is followed by a Rope Break. After, TJP threatens to hit Metalik with a piñata, Metalik gets a sit-out pin victory. Lucha House Party out to celebrate. Maria out hysterically crying on the mic, which is very confusing to everybody, including the commentators, and he's yelling, she is yelling, at Piss Boy. How could you do this? I have a family. Mike in the ring, from behind, to hit Lucha House Party with chairs. And Maria immediately starts laughing, maniacally. TJP and Mike beat down Lucha House Party, and it was beautifully done. Well, that's it for last week's episode of 205 Live, which I enjoyed. Now on to current events with this week's 205 Live, which takes place on November 28th, 2018. We get the typical piss boy narrated a video intro that tells us that this episode features the main event as announced last week or about i don't know five to ten minutes earlier by me 
uh, as the team of Mustafa Ali and Cedric Alexander take on Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy. And in the opener, we get Noam Dar versus Mike Kanellis. Noam Dar will be in his second straight 205 Live episode. Uh, we'll also get the return of Hideo Tommy, as I said earlier as well, versus, uh, I'm guessing, a jobber. And Tommy will probably be yelling, Respect me! A lot. That's just my guess. We'll see. So anyway, first we are greeted with the best intro music ever, followed by Mike and Maria Canellis. I'm happy. They recap what happened after the main event last week. Then Noam Dar is in. I have a feeling he'll lose, but I really feel like his stock has been rising lately, especially with his matches in NXT UK and especially these past two weeks on 205 Live. Um, I mean, he's losing a lot, but he's having really great matches. Oh, little nature's reffing. They tie up. Mike is stronger, backs him into a corner, and then Mike backs off and blows a kiss to Maria. Aw. But Noam Dar responds by waving and yelling, Hi! It's actually kind of funny. Uh, anyway, Maria is actually on commentary now. And Noam Dar keeps yelling, Hi. Okay, that's enough of that, please. It was funny the first time, don't keep doing it. Anyway, <laughs> they're... They're outside, and Noam Dar is in control, and that leads to a, you know, face-off between Maria and Noam Dar. And Mike takes advantage, of course, because he's the heel, and Noam Dar is stupid for falling for that. Anyway, on commentary, Nigel compliments her. Me and Nigel, just the best of pals, we agree on everything. Percy calls her Mrs. Canellis and then asks her a really, asks her a really just dumb question. Which, in turn, she ends up calling him weak and afraid of a powerful woman, and I couldn't agree with her more. Anyway, back to the ring. Sorry. Noam Dar takes over with a stiff dropkick, but Mike takes over with a spinebuster. Oh, Lucha House Party music, and they are out. But there's only two of them up on the ramp. And because they're faces, Kalisto kicks Mike Kanellis in the face while the ref is distracted by the other two, and Dar hits his finisher, the Nova Roller, for the 1-2-3. I guess I was wrong about Noam Dar losing. Lucha House Party celebrates with Noam Dar, and Maria is upset. It was an alright match. More about the, you know, feud between Lucha House Party and the Canalises. Um, By the way, I really need these name suggestions for the two pinatas, because I'm just... I'm sure I can come up with some, but I at least want to hear what everybody else has to say. But enough of that. We head to the booth, and Vic Joseph calls Brian Kendrick the man with the plan. Maybe I didn't pay attention? I know his song says that in the beginning, but I didn't know he was actually referred to that. So either I learned something, or Baby Cole is a jerk. I'm going to go with he's probably a jerk. We go backstage where Tazawa is holding punch pads, and Kendrick is punching them with about as much effort as I put into watching Raw and SmackDown lately. So none. Then Patty Cake and Kendrick's punches are awful. And Tozawa smacks him in the face with the punch pads. This was not a good segment at all. And then we get Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher saying, hold my beer, because we get an awful, very bright purple with a white background with Drew Gulak and Jack Gallagher's names on it with no sound whatsoever. Then we fade to them at some sort of podium as they talk about Kendrick being pitiful, loathsome, and according to Jack Gallagher, cumber ground. 
Me and Gulak actually have no idea what that means. Apparently it's someone who's useless. Hmm. He then calls Kendrick a homeless Leonardo DiCaprio. That was really bad. That's not even really an insult. He's a good-looking dude. Uh, even thinking about him homeless, still a good-looking dude. This was such a bad promo. It was like the worst combination of scripted with the generic. At the end of it, he goes, When you step to me next week, I will make you tap out. And then he has some sort of angry face. You can kind of picture it. I think this was easily the worst thing I've seen on 205 Live by far since I started doing this podcast. And I like Drew Gulak, and I like Jack Gallagher. These two, uh, it was just not good. We go back to the ring, and Hideo Itami's music hits. He is coming out, and he is already yelling, respect me. Oh, boy. Uh, Levi Cruz is in the ring. Oh, wait, you you don't know who that is? Uh, I can tell you. It's the 15-year-old jobber that's about to get killed by Atami. At least he gets a name, unlike the past two weeks of jobbers that we've seen. So at least we can write his name on a tombstone when he dies. Atami immediately kicks... Is it Levi? No, I think they said it was Levy Cruz. Sorry, Levy. So I don't know. Whoever's right doesn't matter. Does this guy's? This is be the only time we see this guy, I'm sure. Levy immediately gets kicked in the face by Atami. And he immediately afterward yells, respect me again. That is actually the fourth time he said it. To be honest, guys, I'm starting to think it might be the only English words that he knows. We get some more moves. We get another respect me. He hangs the guy in the top rope and drops a knee down on the back of the guy's head. Then we get a basement dropkick. And we get a come on from Atami. So I stand corrected. It's not the only words he knows. We get his finisher, the weird go-to-sleep variant. It's like a neckbreaker and a go-to-sleep thing. And he beats the guy a little bit more after the bell. Ah, okay. Well, we get the return of Arya Davari, which is so weird because I was wondering where he had been just the other day. I don't know, it just kind of popped in my head. I hadn't seen him in months. So apparently we're in Davari's hometown, and he gets an okay reaction. Very kind of mixed. You get some people yelling really loud, and but mostly silence. Uh, Atami and Davari face off in the ring. And then Davari decides to destroy Levy some more. He just kind of punches him, and then he holds him up for Adami to kick him in the face. And Davari then says he respects Atami, and they shake hands. So that's going to be a new tag team, I guess? I mean, it seems like they're very, I don't know, desperate to get Atami in a tag team for some reason. He was with Tazawa for a while, and then, I don't know, whatever. We go back to backstage and hopefully it's not anything nearly as bad as that Gulak and Gallagher segment but we do get the Tinkle King talking to TJP backstage and TJP is rallying for the next title shot and Piss Boy's not having any of it but it's okay we get Mike and Maria appearing and TJP wants to move on from them but Mike and Maria kind of put him in his place well really Maria they vow to destroy Lucha House Party, and Maria wants to have some sort of tornado tag team match next week against LA, uh, Lucha House Party. And for some reason, the Tingle King says that tornado tag team matches are a highlight on 205 Live. Really? I mean, I may be wrong, but I really don't ever recall any tornado tag team matches on 205 Live. So not only does he make Wee Wee, but he's also a liar. But 
anyway, that's going to be happening next week, I guess. So now on to the main event. And I realize almost half the episode is left. Oh boy. Mustafa Ali out first, and I still like his glacier-like entrance attire. And then we get Cedric Alexander, and then Tony Knees, counting his eight abs as usual, and then Buddy Murphy. And Tony Knees and Buddy Murphy walk down to the ring together. You know, they really do seem like good buddies. I have matching red and white attire. Aw. Tony Nice and Alexander start. They have some back and forth, reversals and such. You know, the typical beginning of the match stuff. It looks nice. And then we get Alexander taking over the Hurricane Rana and a dropkick. We get Ali in. And let's be honest, next to these three chiseled gods, he looks like a child. He Look, he's, he's in great shape, but it's perspective, people. He, he looks so tiny compared to the other three. Uh, uh, speaking of which, he does get backed into the heels corner, and we get Buddy Murphy in. Ali tries to slap Murphy's titties, and Murphy brushes it off. He gets some moves in, and then he tags Alexander. Murphy retreats and tags Nice in. Joseph refers to Alexander as Charlotte's favorite son which I'm assuming means Charlotte, North Carolina. But I got really confused for a second. I started doing some math on how old Cedric was and how old Charlotte was and who Charlotte Fair would have, would have been banging in order to get Alexander as a child. So it kind of makes you wonder. Just kind of, you need some perspective there, Joseph. That's the point I'm making. Uh, okay, anyway. Alexander's rolling over Tony Nice. And uh, Murphy blindly tags Tony Nice and waits for Alexander to turn his back. And Murphy lays a beautiful leaping knee into Alexander. So beautiful heel move right there. Percy does not approve. And for that alone, I do approve. Nice is uh, taking advantage. And he puts a body scissors hold, which is a classic Tony Nice. Murphy back in. Alexander reverses a double T move and tags Ali in double crossbody by Ali and he is wrecking Murphy you get the rolling X factor then a beautiful sit out powerbomb for a two count he then goes for a tornado DDT attempt and Murphy catches him he tries for a suplex Murphy does but Ali kind of flips over and then Murphy just Sparta kicks him out of the ropes and Tony Nese kind of like holds the bottom the middle rope so he can fall through and Ali really does slam his head, the back of his head, on the apron on the way out. And that looked kind of painful. He tends to take those really, like, those really hard falling out of the ring bumps, like pushing off the top of the ropes or just falling out with no regard for how he lands. Uh, you got to really admire him. Uh, Nice tags back in, and he kind of just goes to the outside where Ali is, and he just starts posing in front of him and then throws him back in the ring. And Nice tags back Murphy while stepping on Ali's hair, which was a nice little heel detail. I, I like the little subtle touches they're, they're doing. Um, and the heels are just fully controlling Ali. Um, you know, Ali does try a small package, but then Murphy decapitates him with a clothesline. <laughs> um, and then we get a spot where Tony Nice accidentally hits Buddy Murphy after Ali moves out of the way. But... Right as Ali is about to tag Buddy, uh, tag Alexander, excuse me, Buddy Murphy pulls Alexander off the apron, kind of just to drag out that hot tag a little more, make the crowd 
want it that much more. So the heels are back in control. And I know this is not a very poignant point, poignant point I'm about to make, but Ali gets really beat up in every match. I mean, he just gets annihilated. I don't know why that's a thing for him, but maybe it's just one of those, you know, he has to get beat up and then that makes the comeback that much better. But it's it's like every match, that's his formula. But anyway, he does end up getting the hot tag to Alexander and he's just cleaning house. You get the springboard flatliner that he does that always looks really nice on Tony Nice, And he gets a two count. Um, he keeps kicking Nice, uh, and he goes for a springboard. But instead, Tony Nice just slaps the absolute shit out of him. Uh, and then he tags Murphy in. Murphy goes to the top rope. And Nice kind of picks him up on his shoulders in like a doomsday device type position with Alexander on his shoulders. Um, but Alexander shoves, he kind of like slithers off the back and shoves Nice into, to, uh, into Buddy Murphy. And he tags Ali in. And uh, we get a double Spanish fly attempt where I guess, you know, Ali and uh, Alexander are going to just both do the backflip off the top rope with Buddy Murphy. But, uh, they're kind of like each standing on the ropes, but their other leg is on Tony Nice's sweaty ass back, who's kind of like bent over the second turnbuckle in the corner. Um, uh, this does not bode well as Murphy uh, slips off the top rope, falling to the outside and dragging Ali with him. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but it's okay because Alexander does recover well very quickly, and he does a flipping senton onto Nice onto the outside. So, you know, kudos on him for not letting that kind of mess up his spot. Uh, we get Murphy and Ali in the ring. And Ali hits a huge Tornado DDT and tags Alexander in. And Alexander hits the lumbar check for the win. That was a really, really, really good, exciting, fun match. Um, minus the Spanish fly botch. Listen, I, I like a good Spanish fly, but it might be happening a bit too much. And that just really wasn't a good, thought-out spot, I think, to do it in. Um, it's fine. I mean, the match, like I said, the match was great. And the faces celebrate to end the night. So these two weeks feature the two main feuds in 205 Live, you know, between Lucha House Party and Mike and Maria Canales and TJP. Um, as well as Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese and uh, Cedric Alexander and Ali. Uh, I would say I liked last week's episode a little bit be better than this one, um, only because I just really liked the way it ended with, you know, Mike Canellis attacking Lucha House Party with the chairs. It, it was just a more impactful ending. Um, but, I mean, this week was really good as well. You got the, the faces actually standing tall over the heels. Um, in a tag match, but it still kept Buddy Murphy strong because you know he had to have the two, the two guys beat him. You know the two big moves that hit on him. Um, but anyways, that's my made-up two-episode, third belated episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. And I'm Jeff. And tune in next week. Yes, I will be doing it next week for some more 205 live action. See ya. Just a light weight in your eyes.